0: SAFM, let's talk.
1: Well, number seven, KG Montjane is also uh, get this five-time G Sport Award winner, the one of the most celebrated stars in the G Sport stage. Recently, won uh, athlete with disability category at the G Sport Awards. Congratulations, KG, yet again.
0: Thank you so much and good evening to you and to the
1: listeners. I think you've got to give somebody else a chance next year and sort of just don't don't <laughs> do, don't enter it or say like I don't want the award thank you I'm fine.
0: You know, the funny part, I'm not the one who chooses to, <laughs> to, to, to enter this this award. Mm-hmm. But you know what, I think it's about time I get a lifetime achievement on this award <laughs> and then I put it to rest. <laughs>
1: well, what does awards still mean for you? you number one wheelchair tennis star in South Africa, number seven in the world. Do awards still mean something to you? like
0: Yeah, of course. You know, some, some of us we, we, in this chain of, of, of our career, we, we haven't had like, you know, some uh, in uh, Extrinsic motivation. So, I was like this actually motivates me to, to, to keep going because mm. then I realized there's someone watching somewhere. So there are people who can see what I'm actually doing, you know. So, me being on that like this actually, to me, it, serve, it serves as motivation to actually keep working hard.
1: Uh, and then you switch on the TV and you see the able buddies playing their US Open tennis. You, you're getting a little bit sour there?
0: I think it's just it's just nice to watch from the couch you know <laughs> but uh yeah I, I know i know i can feel that i'm missing, being uh, i'm missing out there yeah. but uh saying that it doesn't mean i have regret my decision not going to the u.s open I'm, I'm i'm just i'm just longing for being back in competition but uh i've done that i'm still happy about my decision because you know how things were going in the past couple of months obviously one had to uh, make a decision that's was really uh, health wise, and mm. for me, that's, that, that that's the decision that I chose. I chose to put my my health first, and you know, glory, glory later.
1: Yeah, that decision must have been made quite a while ago, though, surely.
0: Yeah, most definitely, it, it was made a quite a while ago because this tournament, we don't enter them yeah. as they are about to happen. You know, we we decide two months prior to that whether I'm in, whether I'm out because already you know that I qualified mm. it was just a matter of am I gonna be part of it or not so you are right it was made like a while ago before even the the the, the tournament can
1: start uh, even if even if you wanted to go would you have been able to get there
0: yeah I mean yeah I was gonna be able to get there okay. because uh seems like you know there there's there's a means to actually do that even though it could have been long flights. Because there are no direct flights to the US, could have been going through Dubai or Abu Dhabi, stuff like that. So it could have been a long way for me. Like I said, I'm really, he- I'm really happy with my decision. Because even if I went there, it was going to be a long way for me. And yeah, I don't think with what's really going on in the world, it could have been a good decision. Mm. Uh,
1: when uh, I, I didn't, I thought they had stopped the the wheelchair tennis completely at this year's tournament. So that's still going ahead.
0: They had done that, but uh, obviously as players, we were not happy about that decision because none of us was consulted about that. Because as much as we felt like everybody tennis was going ahead, there was a need for actual wheelchair tennis to be part of it because we felt like they just uh, uh, put us in the same room as the juniors, of which uh, is two different things. So, you know, when we look at the issue of equality, it felt like there's a need for water tennis to, to go on. But at the end of the day, it's individual decisions if they really want to be there or don't want to be there. So they right. came back and apologized for that decision. And then that's when they made a decision to reinstate water tennis back into the tournament.
1: So what's next for you now then with, with all these changes? Obviously, travels is a, a challenge. What's So What's what are you looking forward to?
0: Yeah, I'm still hopeful that I can go to... Actually, I'm content that I will go to, to the French Open, right.
1: the Roland
0: Garros. So I think this one tournament that I think it will be yeah, the, the second competition that I will go for in, in a year. And will be the last one for 2020. So yeah. I'm really content that I will go to French Open.
1: How's the fitness?
0: Yeah, fitness is <laughs> fitness looking good. I would have expected it would be worse after after that hard lockdown. But anyway, I've been relaxing under that lockdown. I've been trying to do some homework and all that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, fitness-wise, I'm feeling good. You know, I struggled the first couple of months back on court, but now it seems like the rhythm is coming back. So I hope come October I'll be ready to, 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 to compete. Well,
1: I yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking now, I've never seen wheelchairs in action on... The clay courts at Roland Garros. I've seen it on Wimbledon and I've seen it on the hard courts. I've never seen it on the clay. Is it is it different controlling the chairs of the clay courts?
0: Yeah, it, it does. It does because it, it it does affect some of the movement. But sometimes the chairs just slide. Sometimes the chairs just suck in because it's clay. Mm. It, it, it's just it's just challenging to to move. For me, it is because I haven't even I never make any preparations on on clay court because you don't really have yes. any clay court around so for me I always find it you know challenging yeah but uh, you know at the end of the day you gotta, gotta make use of what you have and you know still try to do your best
1: What's the future of wheelchair tennis in South Africa and I'm sure you're getting very involved off the courts as well
0: Yeah man I you know uh, the future of wheelchair tennis honestly I don't know because recently we we just we just got to be part of tennis south Africa because I'm sure as you know which tennis as a federation uh it has it has been dissolved so now we are part of tennis South Africa mm-hmm. and we are still new in the system so i'm I'm just hoping with the baby steps that we will take together they will they will get to you know help us a lot and make sure that uh, our development programs you know uh, are because I think that's where it, it lies. So I, I'm just hopeful that with with Tennis South Africa, things will get better, and hopefully we, we can start seeing Wichita Tennis shining again. But at the moment, I can't really say much. We are still really in the system. I can only hope for, oh. for the better.
1: It seems as if tennis, well, hopefully, we, we've spoken to it a couple of times in the show, that Tennis South Africa has turned a corner, and uh, yeah, it can only really go up from where it was, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the, the main thing, like I say... Just to just to have hope that things things get better, you know. Because mm. I mean, you know, as individual players, also we still feel like we we need quite a lot of support. We still need sponsors and stuff like that. And with this COVID going on, you know, things are are, are quite tough. And obviously being new in the system also doesn't make things easy. But where we are at the moment as both tennis players, we just hopeful that you know things will get better. And you know, with tennis Africa, they can you know start you know, finding ways on how to to, to manage us as well to mm-hmm. and, you know, help us get somewhere, yeah.
1: Okay, so when is the French Open, Ronan Garros?
0: Oh, for us, it starts on the 7th until the 10th of October. So I should be leaving around the 1st or the 2nd because I oh. have to be there four days before the tournament just to be in the bubble, yeah.
1: I was, I was going to say, is it is it going to as intense bubble as it seems these players in the U.S. Open are going through? They, they're very, very strict. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know how it's gonna be in in France, but uh, yeah, they they highlighted that at least you have to be there four days before to all the tests and mm. yeah, make sure that everything is it's good. So we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But obviously, I think it's gonna be strict also because now they're sort of telling us which hotels we need to stay mm, in, mm. so you can you can't choose your own hotel and stuff like that. So sounds like it will be stricter too.
1: All right, KG Montano, Thank you very much for joining us. Good luck. Stay healthy, and we'll we'll chat to you sometime. Hopefully, when you win the U- uh, the French Open. Thank you so much. (laughs) Keiji Wanjane, not going to the US Open, but she's going off to uh, the French Open, as you heard, in October. So uh, also a recent winner of the G-Sport Awards for 2020, uh, tightly contested athlete with disability category, five-time G-Sport Award winner, one of the most celebrated stars in the G-Sport stage. Uh, So congratulations to her and all the other winners.